morning, campers, and welcome back to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you leaping lemurs? <laughs> leaping lemurs. <laughs> Zaboomafu. Oh, man, Zaboomafu. Was that shit so good? That shit was so, so good. good. I feel like so I feel good. like the monkey died by now. Is that sad? Uh, you know <laughs> what? I, I think, you know what? I feel like I did see that he passed away, and I, like, literally, there was, like, R.I.P. <laughs> like, I don't know. How long did he live? Because, honestly, that poor thing. Like, I, I love that was, show. They they said he was twenty years old. This <gasps> thing, he died in twenty fourteen. I think that I read like something that either he had a little baby monkey and they have him now, oh. or there was something something like that. Um, I love that. That show was so good. I used to watch it with my little sister, and I was like, "This is so cute, <laughs> like so wholesome." It's very cute. We're getting, we're going off. Oh of yeah, <laughs> sorry. But you PBS. know we're <laughs> we're PBS gonna life. we're gonna tap into somebody's like nostalgic memory, and they're gonna be like, exactly. oh my god, it's a boom I, I forgot it. Heard yeah, exactly. Yeah. so good. <laughs> That's what we strive to do here on Camp Crypto, just bring back weird things that you forgot about. Hell yeah, we love it. <laughs> uh, so this week is St. Patrick's Day. Whoop whoop. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the holidays that, like, for me. Not to sound like an alcoholic, but have always had the association of alcohol, and I have not known anything else about it. Um, <laughs> so we'll get into that a bit today. But yeah, I, I, the only thing I could think of as far as like memories of St. Patrick's Day was like making sure I wore green to school so nobody yeah. punched me, uh, going to bars and having to order like six drinks at once to walk back because it takes me 30 minutes to get to the bar on St. Patrick's Day, and then just like big festivals of stuff. But like, oh I don't, yeah. Did you, I don't know, are you Irish? No. <laughs> so, listen, listen, I always thought I was because I get, like, super freckly, and I, yeah. I I don't have, like, red hair or anything, but I have, like, very blonde hair, but mm-hmm. I am not. I actually, like, according to Ancestry DNA, I am, like, Scottish, mostly Scottish. Okay, I would see, like, Irish, Scottish, maybe, like, yeah. a little bit of, um, what was it? I, Greek for some reason, like I got Ooh, all this concept. Yeah, I'll take I see it. That for you. <laughs> I'll take um, it. <laughs> so not to not to assume that this is your culture because it is not, not Irish. But did oh, you no. ever have like any things you guys did growing up with St. Patrick's Day or in, in like college or like what was your idea of that? I guess. Um, you know what I would say, like the most Irish thing about me is I was raised Catholic, and uh, you know, like that's probably like the most. Like I'm like Mac. <laughs> like that's about it. You know. Um. But, I, I mean, I always did wear, you know, green on St. Patty's Day. Um, you know, I did probably partake in St. Patty's Day festivals and, you know, in my younger years drinking and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I really knew nothing about St. Patty's Day prior to this episode other than it being kind of like a patron saint and something that he or they did, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um- do, is there like a general lore to what St. Patrick's Day is other than just I think that he was just like a patron saint that helps the the Irish people like with freedom. That's a good thing. Yeah. From from my understanding like there's no like dark like horrific, you know, like stories associated with I mean other than like he might have helped them like with freedom. So I was really hoping okay. that like there would be like some dark lore to it, but I think other than that, I mean, it's just like he's like, yeah, I don't even think his name was Saint Patrick. I actually think his actual name was something else, but he just went by Patrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, everything I'm reading is just basically saying that it's saying it's like a feast day, yeah. and it's being celebrated, and and that's why they're drinking and stuff like that. But like, 
I've never once heard <laughs> anything I know. Like in school. You know, and usually they give you like the basics in school. Like, here's where this yeah. came from in like a positive way, but. But know. yeah, just wear your green so you don't get, you know, the Blarney Stone. I, I do know about the Blarney Stone. Uh, you're supposed mm-hmm. to kiss it. But then people always say, don't kiss it because everybody pisses on it or something like that. I don't know. Those <laughs> Irish people, they're crazy <laughs> out there. <laughs> and you've been to Ireland too, yeah? Yeah, so I, uh, I've i gone to Dublin, uh, but that was the extent of my Irish trip just to Dublin. And, and honestly, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd love to go back, but... Um, you know, I haven't spent much time in Ireland other than maybe like three or four days. So mm-hmm. still pretty awesome. Yeah, though. I know like the generic thing is like going to have a Guinness or like going to do this yeah. or seeing like just beautiful land. But there's a lot of like folklore and because it goes into like Celtic. And yeah. Other, like um, lots of fae fairy stuff for sure. Yeah. But yeah, when I guess we'll talk about like some leprechauns and um, some Irish specific stuff in just a moment. Like the one thing that weirded me out real quick yeah was that a leprechaun is technically a fairy did yeah you know that so i, I didn't know i that. literally didn't know so i did see there here's it we we, we researched yeah. these things part of these episodes and it's like sometimes like we take on these topics and we're like okay this will be a fun topic not really knowing what we're getting ourselves into and then we mm-hmm. both yeah literally had no idea he's considered a fairy i just thought he was yeah. like a magical being yeah. like just a dude who did magic like yeah. a wizard or something i don't know yeah like a little like wizard a leprechaun. I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it. I thought. I was like, okay, just he could do magic. Yeah. I never thought about it. And when I read it, I was like, he's technically classified as a fairy, which is is what a lot of their lore seems to be yeah. about. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, um, yeah fairies but, are yeah, really so we'll big over there. You... Oh, yeah, fairies are like, it's like, uh, it's very integrated with like Wicca and like um, pagan and, and stuff where it's like fairy circles kind of are a common thing that are talked about. Yeah. So you're never supposed to mess with a fairy circle. We'll get into that later. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. But... yeah. Um, yes, they're like very <laughs> You're like so excited. You're like, yeah, give me these fairies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Before we get into the fun world of, of fairies and the leprechaun and all that good stuff, I did find one true crime story on uh, that has to do with St. Patty's Day. And this is actually something I had never even heard of. Uh, but we're going to take you back to Chicago and the mobster times in the 1920s when it was hard to find booze. And, uh, you know, gambling and prostitution and all those fun things were, you know, Roman and, and taken over the streets. But we're going to take you back to the infamous St. Patrick's Day Massacre that happened in 1926 in Chicago. And St. Patrick's Day Massacre may sound familiar because there is also the St. Valentine's Day Massacre that happened in Chicago three years later after this. But we're going to take you back to 1926. Um So these are the days of the prohibition and mobsters running the streets. And uh, just years before the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, mobster crime lord Alphonse Lambert planned an attack on rival mob leader Jean Arnaud. And so what happened basically was Jean Arnaud was at a St. Patrick's Day party at his sister-in-law's apartment where his brothers and all of their wives and girlfriends were there as well uh, celebrating uh, what some people say they were celebrating a surprise engagement, but that's kind of like speculation. Nobody knows for sure. Um, But reports say that outside of the apartment, there were multiple gunmen in the hallway as well as snipers outside waiting for a, you know, an okay to open fire. Uh, they say the attack on the Arnauds took less than 10 minutes and no one at the party was left alive. Apparently, one cop on the scene stated that it was a human slaughterhouse inside of the apartment. So, pretty crazy that that crime life back in mobster times in Chicago. It's kind of crazy to think like what people got away with, too. 
Oh, yeah, because you know they were, like, walking out in the hallway with some Tommy guns and shit, and it's, like, not inconspicuous at all. <laughs> like, yeah, so that's that's one of the, the crime stories that I found because, you know, honestly, for the most part, other than regular, like, people get, you know, in trouble for being too drunk on St. Patty's Day mm-hmm. or, you know, thefts and stuff that happen because people are, you know, having a great old time. Um, there aren't really too many terrible things that have happened on St. Patty's Day other than, you know, that massacre. Um, but yeah, but, you know, in association with the uh, St. Valentine's Day massacre, uh, you know, to, to bring it back to that Irish theme is, uh, you know, Bugs Moran was an Irish crime lord. So, you know, it's all connected in some ways, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty crazy story. Yeah. I, yeah. See, I always loved those, like, mobster movies growing up, but mm-hmm. I never really heard of St. Patrick. I always heard of St. Valentine's Day Massacre, but yes. never the St. Patrick's Day Massacre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. But, yeah. Mm, all right. Where do we want to go with here? I guess we could go to, like, Leprechaun stuff. Yeah. And then from yeah. Leprechauns, we'll swipe going to other stuff. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So I guess the actual, like, mascot for St. Patrick's Day (laughs) is a leprechaun. Anytime you go out during this time of year, you'll see people in little hats, sometimes with beards, sometimes little, you know, funny outfits and stuff. Um, And obviously a leprechaun is is coming from an Irish folklore. We said earlier that it is a fairy. Um, And there's actually quite a few little stories, not anything crazy. Like, I think everybody's seen that leprechaun horror movie. What is it called? It's just the leprechaun, right? Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think most people have seen. It if you haven't, it's it's dangerously bad. Please watch it. Oh, but um, it's so he like it's so funny because he's like trolling people at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like he's such a little shit, and it's great. You know, he'd be like a keyboard like warrior on the internet, just like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like just fucking with people, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. He's great. <laughs> for something that's so iconic right like you see it everywhere there isn't like a lot of folklore or theories or anything other than like it's just like sometimes they're uh the leprechauns were used to make shoes like that's like some of the lores that they're little shoemakers or some of them are just that they're like little mischievous creatures and then you have like the freaking lucky charms leprechaun so like there isn't a lot of depictions of them in media other than just like here's a little orange beard and a hat which yeah. I find pretty interesting because you see it Yeah, everywhere. they don't vary very much. So they're always in green and have gold some something, you know, mm-hmm. and then with red hair or, you know. Um, I will say that they're always a male. Like, there's never a female one. Yeah. And I want to like, a cute female leprechaun. And that's, like, kind of what's talked about. Um, so <laughs> some sources, like, claim that they're the on- unwanted children of the fairy queen. So that's, like, why they're, like, the red-headed, like, stepchild kind of is what I guess they're implying. <laughs> Um, Plus their hearts. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm, I'm not seeing like too much out there about like the leprechauns themselves. So if you guys are listening and you have like a crazy leprechaun lore or something weird, like I just feel like in my head, I feel like they're little mischievous creatures, which I think fairies can be too, you know? Yeah, so yeah. Sense. They're very like, they're very fickle, I want to say. They're very mm-hmm. like, um, from what, yeah, from what our research kind of showed is that like they're kind of like good and, and jolly one day and the next day, if you like look around the wrong way, they'll like cut you. <laughs> So yeah. it's like, yeah, little the tricksters one, they are. Yeah, the one thing that I said earlier that is common. Uh, oh my gosh, 
Like I said earlier, the more common thing in Irish folklore is fairies, but there's also stories of banshees, uh, Delahan, and even changelings. So I thought that was interesting. All their stuff revolves around kind of like small creatures um, rather than yeah. like a banshee, but most yeah. of it is, is all in relation to a fairy. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, here in in the U.S., every state kind of has like their own thing, right? But yeah. I mean, except Bigfoot. Bigfoot's kind of everywhere. So yeah, he it, he just hanging. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like their country's thing is fairy, which is you know pretty sweet. Oh yeah. So like when it comes to fairies, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like we kind of think of fairies as always like a Tinkerbell or in Hook. You know, uh, does she play Tinkerbell in Hook? Julia Roberts. Is that her yeah. name? Tink. I think that's her Tink. name. Tink. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think. I was like, I couldn't remember. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen that movie, but I love that movie. Um, but, you know, you think of cute, like, fairies, like, oh, they're super cute. They're just going to do cute, like, you know, spells and stuff. But uh, fairies can be pleasant for sure, but they can also be very murderous. Uh, they are trickster fairies, uh, which are what kind of like the leprechaun is thought to be, which is uh, kind of like they'll they'll tell you, they'll they'll say, hey, follow me to my gold. You'll go and follow them. And then all of a sudden they'll disappear and you'll be stuck in the middle of nowhere, you know? So it's like they can be they can be kind of silly, too. Um, so that's kind of what some legends say that that the leprechaun is, is a trickster fairy. Um, there are a lot of sources that state the origins of leprechauns to be derived from sprites that joined with fairies. And that's kind of where they get their trick trickery, their tomfoolery. Um, but there are multiple stories and tales that all have similar qualities, but they just differ in certain aspects. Um some uh, some example of how things differentiate between stories is that uh, how the leprechaun looks or acts. Most stories and associations are with the green garb, buckle shoes, red hair, like Lewis said earlier. Um, and then some legends say that he is just a drunk spirit, like little <laughs> fairies thing that haunts cellars. So, you know, I think that when it comes to Irish, you know, folklore and tales like this it's always kind of like each little region might have their own little variation of how he uh or you know they came to be uh but you know like she said earlier if you are an irish listener or you have a little bit more insight into leprechauns or you know your family has a tale of you know encountering them please do let us know because you know we love to hear your stories and get enlightened on all these world you know these world beings like leprechauns and fairies so well, the, yeah. the one thing I was reading, too, is, like, with the fairies is that the Irish do take it quite seriously. Um, yeah. At least some stories. Not every person, of course. Yeah. But I was reading a story how back in 1999, um, there was a fairy tree where people would kind of hold... Um, it would seem like cloth or materials, and they would tie it around this, like, tree. And it was said to... Um, be either a gift for the fairies or something to like kind of like you know how people put those locks for love on bridges right oh, like yeah. this was like one of those places where you do that and yeah. they were planning on building um i believe like a um a major like highway road kind of in that yeah. area and they were like you cannot disturb the fairy tree like they were very very prominent on it so it delayed it for about 10 years and they um changed the route to kind of like leave it in place Go, I oh i yeah. love that um but it did that. say that in 2002 someone attacked the tree with a chainsaw oh. <gasps> uh so that's like pretty sad and it, yeah the concept of that's really cute to me that like they're willing oh. to keep something that's so precious to them there's always that. there's always the concept too i guess with like wiccan and um pagan culture i guess you can say is like leaving gifts for the fae 
Um, so yeah. if you look at like a lot of these tours in in Ireland and other places, if you go into the woods, there's always like little fairy houses that people make. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're like very tiny. Uh, they have tiny doors, and sometimes people will leave like a small like um, like a piece of bread with honey or like little trinkets from them yeah. to kind of leave as an offering and then sometimes they might get like their wish granted or something you know give it back to them but uh the the fae themselves are a little bit more worrisome when it comes to lore you have to be careful on like who you're kind of making deals with and um you know that that is always interesting to me i guess the last thing about fairies and fae though um would be the fairy rings have you ever do you know what those are you know, I've heard of fairy rings, but uh, and, and a little bit when reading some of the stuff about fairies, I saw them, but uh, I am not too too sure on what a fairy ring is, to be completely honest with you. So it's basically just like a circle that is made of mushrooms. So you will you might see it in your yard one day. It's like a few mushrooms in there. You're not supposed to step in it. You're not supposed to mess them up. You're not supposed to pick it, but it's just a fairy. Are you making a face because you've had them? <laughs> No, that I probably yeah, but that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. Um, so they're seen as like a like a do not disturb, right? You don't want to mess yeah. with it because you can mess with the fairies themselves and you can upset them. Uh, but they're supposed to be just like a very like cute little like safe space, and then it's like oh, you know, a fairy was there, which is really cute. But you're not supposed to oh, enter them. Man. You're not supposed to mess with them. So that's so cute. Yeah, it's very. Now I'm um, like, oh my god, I hope I haven't like get gotten any of those like mushrooms out of my yard for the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like oh what god, is please no what is the term um superstitious like it's kind of superstitious right but yeah um i know that other people who are very into like wicca and stuff would take that very seriously so um but i just think it's cute like I you get to see that. a little pile of mushrooms and you're like oh a fairy was here like that's kind of cute and while you know you said earlier too the fae and or the fairies rather are not um the the pleasant super cute things that we're used to seeing um yeah. th because they are able to like accept these offerings and dish something back out i feel like there's like still pleasant things to it yeah for on sure that lore, for so sure. it's really interesting for sure um I love that. Yeah, so when I was doing my research on leprechauns, basically, I remembered back, um, I want to say, like, not even, like, a year ago, but it was before we were doing this podcast, I came across a story on Reddit where this man and his wife uh, were outside of, like, uh, I want to say, like, a Sam's Club or who knows, but they were outside of, in a parking lot in Texas, and they had a strange encounter, and basically what the story kind of came down to, TLDR, <laughs> was uh, that the person uh, thought that he encountered a leprechaun in real life. And as I was researching this, I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to go back to the story. I have to totally reference it. And I go back, and the entire page was deleted on Reddit. Like, we're not even talking like – we're not even talking like, oh, it was deleted by the author. No, the entire page was deleted. And I was so sad. So I, I frantically was like, oh, my gosh, there's got to be other, you know, occurrences of people coming into contact with leprechauns. And there was another story, but that one was deleted as well. So I was like, God dang it. Like, this is not looking good. Like, someone's trying to hide the leprechauns from us. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, just Can show me the leprechauns. Like some conspiracy stuff that they girl i do not movies? know it was so weird so because what happened is i went to a thing and someone was like linking the actual story that i was referring to they were referring and they were like hey, does anybody have any other good stories like this one right here and i was like oh my god he linked it that's perfect like i can go right here no the entire page was removed and i was like that is so weird and i remember when it came on reddit because it was a very popular thing like a lot of people were like interacting with it and were like that's a really good story like 
you know, you probably did encounter uh, a leprechaun. That's really weird. Um, But uh, so basically I what I did notice, though, is that even though, you know, the leprechaun, the idea of like, you know, the the red hair and, you know, the green outfit, the leprechaun sounds like something that's maybe only in Ireland. It is uh, something that is kind of like experienced worldwide, though. Uh, There were a lot Mm. of stories in the the southwest and especially in Mexico. There was a story um, that I read that I'll actually cross post on our Reddit. But basically, uh, the the gist of the story was uh, this this guy's grandfather had had a, a dream where he was following kind of like what seemed to be a leprechaun in his dream out to like this uh, tree. The guy wakes up and it was like, hey, we have to go dig here. This is crazy. And so they go and dig and they keep digging and they keep digging and I can't find anything. Well, next thing you know, I want to say like some time had passed and uh, the rancher whose um, land that was on ends up like, I, I guess coming what people kind of see like made it seem like is that he came across a lot of money somehow Mm -hmm. and upgraded all of his stuff out of nowhere so uh some people thought that maybe that guy had found the leprechaun's treasure on his land you know um but anyways i'll I'll link it in our reddit because y'all know i love to read all these crazy stories but i honestly i thought that was a pretty good story um when it comes to you know someone experienced leprechauns so I, I'm really into the concept of premonition dreams, like the concept yeah. of being like you go to this one specific thing and it actually happens in real life because it's it's there's no way else to explain it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've I've had dreams and my mom, too, has have had dreams where like a very specific thing occurs and happens. And then like the next day it does it exactly yeah. the same way. And it's like, how else do you explain that if it's it's not yeah. like you know oh i'm gonna see bob at work and he's gonna say good morning to me like that happens every day this is like a very specific thing that happens so um that's pretty interesting to me yeah i I saw that story and i was like okay at least we found one good story with leprechauns but yeah yeah so i i thought that was really interesting because you know that was a that was a story that someone had uh, experienced and that was in mexico so i I mean i love i love that these these occurrences are happening you know not just in like isolated you know yeah exactly love it Mm -hmm. really really cool um so in relation to ireland since we were talking about it and you know we can't miss a chance to talk about a cryptid uh i came across a story about the monster of muckross lake aka mucky have you ever heard of this cute no but it sounds adorable i'm here for it uh the name is given to the reported mysterious creature said to inhabit the lakes of killarney in ireland killarney killarney one of those is right, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, in 2003, <laughs> scientists conducted a series of sonar scans to determine local fish populations. A large solid object in the water was recorded and has led to the theory that the lake is inhabited by some form of a lake monster similar to Nessie, um, which leads people to wondering what it could be. And it's been suggested that maybe it was a uh, group of seals, which when traveling in pairs will divide and uh, rise opposite to each other, giving the impression of a big creature but to me a a cool mucky sounds way better yeah mucky i mean y'all need to like start selling mucky merch because that's adorable (laughs) i mean who knows who knows like we don't need we haven't even like we were okay so before our podcast lua and i got on this like deep sea whole thing (laughs) but like we don't even know what's at the bottom of our own ocean to like think that we you know we're still finding like that goblin shark was one that they thought was extinct and wasn't and then there was the I feel like there was another shark that they found off the course of like coast of Portugal that was like they thought was extinct and then it's like honey 
if we got all this shit in our ocean, we don't even They're know. They're dinosaurs. <laughs> There's yeah! still dinosaurs in there. And it's it. like, you know, when I look at like Jurassic Park and shit, and when I see that giant one that's in Jurassic World coming out the water, I don't oh. want something that big coming Mm-mm. to see me. And I just feel like I'd rather take my chances on land or in space than the ocean. Yeah. Like there's just too yeah. many. You hear about Krakens. You hear about all this sort of stuff. We're going to we we decided we're going to do a sea monster episode. So keep uh, your yeah. eyes and ears peeled out for that. But, yes. um, you know, something like mucky where I feel like they could easily cover it up by being like it was a bunch of seals like that is yeah. a shitty explanation. It would make sense right to what the yeah. large shape is on there. But I feel like that's like too. Yeah. Generic. Yeah, I, I I think that we Mucky's definitely one we're gonna have to dive into on our sea creatures one because I mean honestly yeah. that's that's awesome first off yeah and I mean I, Ireland's got some of like the oldest tombs in the world too so it's like we don't know you know the I don't know you just I just don't know girl I just love the idea of anything you know why here's not my my plan <laughs> okay we raise enough money and we do like a UK. And Ireland, Scotland, whatever tour, and we spend a couple of days in each, and we like do one day solid of like mm. camp corrected investigations, like folklore in the area, and we just try to find all this cool stuff because yes, I know you think that you know Scotland's super haunted, <laughs> and this yeah. sounds really cool. So I think it would just be cool to try and see like our own yeah. um, take on looking at the fairy, you know, um, yeah, the little yeah. fairy homes in the forest, as well as like maybe looking for mucky lore, like anything like that. Yes. I feel like would be really cool to explore yeah. for ourselves. I would love that. And then we got to go over to Scotland and then look for Nessie. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I love it. I'm here for it. We can make oh, like gosh. little shirts. It's like Camp Cryptid Tour. And on the back, it has like all of our dates for, for that. <laughs> it's just for I'm me. I'm losing it. I'm losing yeah, yeah. it. Really <laughs> I love cute. that. Oh, my um, God. We have to. Yeah. Have but did to. you have you heard of any other like Irish folklore things? I think that was like the most... You know, other I than found. like, yeah, other than like fairies and banshees, like you said, uh, I mean, I, the, I mean, I didn't really find too many like really overly terrifying things. Uh, we didn't really like talk about what a banshee is. I feel like people probably have heard of that before. I think that's something we could tie in with a few other things. Um, if people are interested in hearing a banshee related episode, let us know. I don't know if that's like a, a big thing, but basically it's this uh, female spirit who is shrieking so you you can tell when a banshee's around by their loud wailing or moaning or shrieking um and it it's very loud which is you know what it tends to be it tends to be like a spooky little kind of witch big gray cloak kind of just doing their damn thing um she's just like Wah! Yeah, yeah so and it's it's translated to the woman of the fairy mound so again it ties into yeah. fairies so I think uh, most of the time, too, banshees are, like, associated with being, like, angry spirits, I want to say. Yes. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like there are some banshees in World of Warcraft, and they're always, like, <laughs> yep. they're wailing, cute, walking around. Yeah. <laughs> I, when you get into WoW again, I'm very excited. Yeah. When we were kind of, like, talking about doing an, uh kind of like a St. Paddy's Day Leprechaun Irish-centric uh, episode, you know, uh, there weren't too many uh, movies that I have seen personally uh, the Boys from County Hell was an Irish movie about Irish vampires. That one was probably one of the first movies that I had watched mm-hmm. on Shudder. Uh, and I really enjoyed that one. I don't know. Yeah, I started watching one? it yesterday. I, not going to lie, I fell asleep, but I looked it up. <laughs> um, it's actually really, like, cute, though. I like that it's, like, a comedic horror. Yeah. Um, the, the, theor- like, the creature itself is called an op- opertock. 
I don't know how to say it correctly, but it's basically more like Irish folklore version yeah. of vampire stuff. So it's not like the traditional yeah. like it is, but it isn't at the same way. Um, I think the yeah. the plot of the movie was essentially that they were like saying that it's a made up town that was saying that's where Bram Stoker got his like concept of Dracula. Uh, when like that was like the plot of the movie, and so these young kids dig upon a skull, which is like the vampire's like tomb kind of thing, um, and then yeah. chaos just comes out. But I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. And then um, the Hollow is another one uh, where it's an Irish horror movie, and I think that was more about like a uh, kind of dealing with like uh, intruding on like fairy spots and land that is sacred um and then uh of course we can't forget leprechaun however leprechaun is not an irish movie it is very american Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um leprechaun is honestly one of the first movies that i remember as a kid like watching when i was younger um and like you said earlier in the episode it is um you know, I mean, it's not a serious horror movie in any no, it's, capacity. It's but. something. It's like, that's the best way. It's just something. <laughs> it's like a cult classic, I would say. It's like on the, it's on like the level I'm of like. I'm just going to say that. I was going to say, it's like... literally like Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, I feel like there are series of horror films that are like holiday specific that should not be a thing, but they are. Yeah. And it's Thanksgiving <laughs> and this movie, they're buddies. I love it though. You know, I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. And but you know, the good thing, you know, that's how little uh, Jennifer Aniston got her, you know, debut was I think that was her first movie mm. she ever did, right? So yeah, bless her heart. Didn't bless even know heart. that. Good old Jennifer Aniston. I think she lives actually. But then again, it's been so many years since I've actually watched that movie. <laughs> and there's Girl, like ten. Out. I wouldn't even know there's like ten that she was in that until you said that. Because I remember I could picture him perfectly <laughs> in my mind, right? This movie came out in 1993 yeah. just to set the scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's old. Uh, it's as old as me. Yeah. But I didn't even know she was in it. I just remember his creepy ass yeah. face. Oh, my gosh. She's oh, yeah. so young with her. Crazy. I know. I, I'm pretty sure it's that's so like one of her crazy. first movies. Good for her, though. You know. I mean, somebody's got to make the movie, right? So why not them? You know what I mean? She needs to make that number one Dude, on our IMDb. Did you? I'd be, okay, like, hold so on. Proud of that. So it's Leprechaun, Leprechaun two, Leprechaun three, Leprechaun four yeah. in space, Leprechaun five in the hood, oh. Leprechaun six back to the hood, <laughs> Leprechaun returns, Leprechaun origins. Wait, okay. So is Leprechaun six in the? Wait, so there's two of them in the hood, and he goes back to the hood. Love that. <laughs> it says Leprechaun Origins related to this. I don't know if it's the same movie. Oh. And um, Leprechaun Returns. <laughs> it's so great. There's yeah. like 10. That's what I say. Who okay, has so the like budget 10. for this movie? Do they make money? I'm One was they enough. To some, in One some was degree. enough. <laughs> we did not need all these. No, they need to do like a serious like leprechaun movie where it's like okay oh my god okay here we go someone take my idea it's okay i give you permission okay leprechaun movie it's a normal guy but he's a ginger right and he's like he's actually a leprechaun and then like someone pisses him off and then he goes on a rampage bam does he turn into a leprechaun or is it just like a i think he what if he's like a normal looking dude but okay so like what if he's like a normal looking dude he's just a ginger and he's like 
he like just is like, okay, one minute he's like, okay. But the next minute he's like, wow, I'm a leprechaun. I could be like tricking all these people. And then he finds people that are like bad people and he tricks them and he kills them. I don't know how one can beat that. That's just incredible. <laughs> um, this is not a spooky movie at all, but I don't know if you ever were into watching Disney Channel because this was like in the early 2000s. So I don't know if it was like the time you were on there, but uh, there was a movie called The Luck of the Irish. And that sounds so familiar. Yeah, it's like this kid that's playing <laughs> basketball um, and he's like relying on like this good luck charm, this like little gold charm. And then he learns that he's a leprechaun and like all these things are happening. He gets like little leprechaun ears and stuff. But I feel like if you tie that with your concept, like this man just starts turning into a leprechaun. As he yeah. Boom. Chef's kiss. Bam. Okay, I need Ed Sheeran to be the leprechaun. We just need somebody <laughs> in here. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I need somebody in here to like take all of our notes and develop it into something because I think we have I know very good concepts. I think so too. Like I have a lot of movies in my mind. I'm like, ooh, you can see great. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, he just realizes he's a leprechaun and he's like, bam, I'm gonna go on a murderous rampage. But like, make it like scary, not like cheesy. You know? Yeah, here for it. But yeah, there aren't that many leprechaun movies, honestly. So that's why it's like when we were doing this research, we were like, damn, that's like St. Patty's Day is honestly pretty, like for the most part, chill, you know? Okay, so yeah. So I know you're into magic. You're our magic girl. Holler. Um, so are there any like magic cards with like banshees or leprechauns or anything of the like? Well, when I was doing research, um, I came across this article that was talking about how like in Irish folklore there's changelings and there was literally like the reference art that they used was a Magic the Gathering card. <laughs> which was really <laughs> funny to me. Like that's so specific. Yeah. Um and it's the changeling card that was on there, it's a blue card. And then there is yeah. like I think it's an older card. Um, it's called Aisling Leprechaun. It's like a summon fairy card. So yeah, they definitely exist. Ah, I think like love that. If you look through magic, um, I'm trying to make a cryptid deck right now, but there's a card called Ural that looks like Bigfoot. So there's always like folklore things. There's a chimera in it. There's like things that love that. Um, you know, there's a cryptozoologist guy that's like a snake human thing. So I feel like because it's <laughs> the world of fantasy, there are lots of little references yeah. like that too. Yeah, pretty cool. I love that. Yeah. It makes sense. I love it's that. magic, you know. Yeah, I did see a D and D page. I'll have to share it on our Reddit. But I did see a D and D character that's a leprechaun too. So, <gasps> oh well. Also, like one of the more recent um, books that I got added, they let you put as a race now. You can be fairies, and so oh yeah yeah so you that. could do that now and they let you you know you can customize it however and there's like a, a yeah. rabbit folk also and all this other stuff but with the fairy stuff it's like you you could tell that they're definitely little bad bitches like they're definitely not i love stuff, that so. i love very that. very cool um love that yeah i figured there would be magic cards or some short but i had no idea so i was like i have to ask yeah you. no that's good <laughs> i like that um are you reading or watching or playing anything spooky or not spooky lately like what else have you been on to um so uh when it comes to watching scary movies or anything spooky i think the show on epics that from uh that's what i've been watching a lot um i want to say i watched a scary movie the other day and i can't remember what it is give me a second and i'll think and i'll oh um flesh fresh 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 is on hulu Hmm. i think that's where i watched it okay it was on hulu Okay, so it's yeah. So apparently, it had really good ratings, and it's basically oh. about. Okay, I don't want to. I saw. I saw. I don't want to give for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Sebastian yeah, Stan's yeah. In okay. it, right? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to say there are parts of that movie that made me deeply uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but overall, really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a really interesting concept. Um, like I said, there were parts that made me grossly uncomfortable, but uh, overall, very good. Very good. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, it deals with cannibalism, kidnapping, and... It seemed like yeah, she was she was doing like online dating, right? Like she was like it was yes. like a dating thing. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm interested in watching yes. it. I'll probably check it out too. I mean, I love Sebastian Stan, and I feel like yeah. I'm really into the original movies that companies have been putting out, like a Netflix original. I haven't watched too many Hulu originals, yeah. but I'll definitely check that out. Like I prefer that a lot more often yeah. nowadays, anyways. So I agree. Um, yeah, I've just been like. I haven't been watching too much. I've been playing video games because I just need to like completely dive into something lately. Um, I restarted Resident Evil 8, which like is super. Did you ever play it? Girl, it's so scary. (laughs) It's so scary. I I, there's a part in the game where um, you go to this mansion and it's a dollhouse. It's like constructed like a dollhouse and I, you know me i'm like terrified of is that dolls. the one you were streaming on twitch uh yes i was streaming on twitch so yeah, yeah I, went okay. to, <laughs> I went to the vampire lady's house and then i went there and girl all these dolls start moving around there's one that's alive it's super creepy and there's also a part where like you're looking for your baby and then there's a giant like slug style fetus baby that starts chasing you and if it grabs you it just swallows you whole and I was scared shitless. So I've been playing that. I've been playing Dead by Daylight also. Um, Love that. That one's like a good horror game uh, that you can play online. And you get to choose, like, you can play as a survivor or you could play as a killer. And it's all traditional horror movie killers. So you can play, like, Michael Myers. I love that. You can play Nemesis from Resident Evil. So I feel like that's pretty good. That's a game that's been out for a while that people still um, really enjoy. And yeah. That's kind of I love too. that. Well, I'm sure the uh, when it comes to Resident Evil 8, you playing the baby dolls like the in the dollhouse with the baby dolls was probably a nightmare. Because for anybody listening, Ugh. if you remember, we would told us a story about how she was traumatized as a child because of a walking baby doll. Girl. So um, it was it was like 50 yeah. of them. And I was like, please, this is <laughs> no. unleashing my trauma. It's so bad. No. Did not like that at all. Oh, my gosh. Oh, not well. Everybody go follow her on Twitch oh, and go thanks, go make her happy when she's streaming these scary, scary-ass video games. <laughs> I know. I did the mistake of letting people tip, like, either $6 or 13 for, like, a loud scream, too. So oh, no, it's no, just no. been too much for me, yeah. Um, oh, my God. There, so fun, though. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about tonight? We'll have to sit down and have an actual full episode dedicated to fairies just because I feel like – there's so much that goes oh, yeah. into it and even like the little like little fairy rings and stuff like that i feel like we could really dive into more of that mm-hmm. so we'll definitely probably have another like follow-up with fairies coming soon there's there's definitely way more information out there about fairies yeah. than there is about leprechauns like yeah. we're like oh my god we should do a holiday <laughs> episode we're like damn there's really not much about leprechauns yeah. out there so um that would definitely be you know something fun to do but yeah, so we'll be back definitely with more uh, stuff about, you know, um, sea creatures and all the mysteries of the deep. But, you know, in between, you know, then if anybody has any stories that you'd like to add when it comes to, you know, any Irish folklore or any fairies or leprechauns or, you know what, even if it's not related and you just want to send, up a, send us a story about a weird occurrence, uh, feel free to go to campcryptopodcast.com. Uh, and there's a contact section where you can go and write to us and just let us know. And then, you know, if we... 
share your story and then we'll probably end up being like send us more info because we want to know everything every detail so <laughs> and as always we are also um posting to our reddit every week we try to post something in relation to the episodes we're speaking on uh we love to have active conversations with you on our threads as well so you can check us out at camp cryptid podcast right on reddit uh while you're on camp though you can find all the different ways to listen to us right now uh we are on apple Podcasts and spotify if you'd like to leave us a review on there we're also available to watch through youtube every week google play podbean and so much more make sure you go to campcryptedpodcast.com to find all the ways to listen and to find all the ways to follow us on social media until next time we're your camp counselors signing off